Hey, good morning, Bershus Rabbi Kron. We are on Ayan Aleph Ahmed Bays at the very bottom. So the Mishnah had spoken about um, situations where um, if a man does something related to his wife that kind of restricts her in, in, in an um, unreasonable manner, then he has to um, divorce her and give her a ksuba. So on the very bottom, it says, um, it says, Hamadras Ishta. This was talking about that someone who um, made a vow to that his wife is not allowed to go to a wedding, or and as well as not allowed to go to a um, go to a party house or a wedding for or whatnot, or as well as not allowed to go to a base avel. So the Gemara says, Hamadras Ishta Bishlamo Beisamisha. So it, may, it sort of makes sense to say that you, if you prohibit her from going to a base amishta, Ikanoba for now, you're kind of locking her out from social experiences, positive social experiences. Avel beisa avel, but about going to a beisa avel, my noel ika. What is he preventing her from doing? Why is it so bad to stop her from doing that? So the Gemara quotes a brayse tana lemachar he mesa. Eventually, she's going to die. Ve'en kabria self that no one because she didn't go to other funerals. No one's going to come to eulogize her at her funeral. Ve'ika da amri and some say ain kabria self No one will come to bury her. Um, because we had learned in this Baraisa, Tanya Hayar Rabimeir Omer, my Dixiv, this is from Kohelas, tell the Lechas of base Evel Mel Lechas of base of Mishnah, it's better to go to a base of the house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting. Basher was so called Adam Vachayitan Alibo, because that's the end of man, and the living should take it to heart. So, what does that mean, Vachayitan Alibo? The living shall take it to heart, my Vachayalibo. Devarim Shalmisa. This is specifically about things related to dying. So what does that mean? The Safed Yusuf Denu. That if you, someone who does eulogies now, they'll do eulogies for him later. The Kaviyak Verena, that if he helps bury people now, people will eventually, after 120 years, come to help bury him. Didal Yedlune. If he cries at a, someone else's funeral, people will cry at his funeral. Delavi Yelviuni. And if someone who is Malava, the mace to the cemetery now, after 120 years, when it's his time, they'll do the same for him. And the Tanya Tanuni, and someone who carries the dead to be buried, eventually will be carried. So basically, by participating in the process for others, others will participate in the process for that person. And the Mishnah continued, But if he says another reason, if it wasn't, if he's not, if he gives a, a real reason for um, not allowing it, maybe it's different. Rasha, he's allowed to prevent her from doing this. So my davar achar, what is this referring to? We're talking about where there's um, unsavory characters who will be present at these things, and he wants her not to have access to them. Rav Ashi says, but that only really applies if that's really a factual thing. But if it's not a factual thing, and if he's just saying that, local meaning, he can't just say this, it has to be some basis to prove out that that's really what's going on. Vimar next in the Mishnah said that you know if you're gonna go tell this person something, Vitema, uh, why doesn't she go tell him tell this other person? You know what's the big deal? What he's talking about is things that it's gonna embarrass another person. So if if there's a thing that they were talking about about another person that was embarrassing to them to that person, and then to go make her talk say those things to that person would be very. Um, very detrimental to her, so therefore that that's what that's talking about. Next in the Mishnah said, Oh that she fills up the garbage and empties out the garbage. Viteyava, let her do that. Um, what's the big deal? So I'm what is this talking about? 
This means that after she has relations, she should um, she should move her body in such a way that it kind of forces forces as if it's doing as if it's contraception, so it prevents pregnancy. So basically, he you know because she does this, he makes her do this. She's not able to um, get pregnant. Uh, but Masisa Tana, but in the Baraisa it was taught that the, what it really means is Shetamali Asari Kadimaim that she should fill up ten pitchers of water, Usarla Ashba, and pour those ten pitchers of water onto the garbage. So Bishlamel Shmuel, so it makes more sense to follow what Shmuel said that it had to do with doing this kind of contraception contortion thing. Mishum Hachi Yosivit Yitaksuba. And for that reason, he has to divorce her and give her the Ksuba. What difference does it make to her if she's going to just have to take, you know, pails of water and pour them over and over in the garbage? To Yavid, let her do it. Mara answers, Because she looks like she's crazy by doing that. It makes her look bad by doing that. That she shouldn't borrow or she should not lend a sieve the chaver, another type of sieve, or a chayim, a mill, the tanner, or an oven, Yosef Yitam Ksuba. He has to divorce her and give her a ksuba. Why? Because that makes her look stingy to her neighbors, that she's never willing to lend anything, she doesn't borrow anything because she doesn't have to lend other things, so it makes her look bad um, to other people. Tani Nami Hachu, you also learned in Abraisa, Hamadiris Ishto, someone makes a vow of his wife, that she should not borrow. And she should not lend. Nafa the chavra at these sieves, rechayim atanor. Same what we learned before: a mill or an oven. Yotivi tenksuba. He has to divorce her and give her ksuba. Mivnei shemasiyah shem rabbishchenaseh because she's getting a bad reputation amongst her neighbors. Vechein hikshenadra. Similarly, if she made the neder, shalotisha voltasha that she will not borrow or lend. Nafa the chavra rechayim atanor. All these things. Or v'shaloterug gadim nayim levanam. Or she will not make nice clothing for his children. Tese Belksuva. She should she should also in that case if she makes the vow, she should leave without Aksuva. Why? Because because doing this, she's giving him a bad reputation amongst the neighbors. Because they'll say that because he's such a miser, he doesn't want her to borrow things or lend things, etc. Okay, moving on to the next Mishnah. These are the people that would be um, who would who would forfeit their ksuba and get divorced with that ksuba? Haoveris haldas Moshe v'Yehudis, someone who does not follow the Torah, the v'Yehudis, or the rule of Jewish practice. So you know, one one is talking about halacha, one's talking about minhag. Ve'izehi das Moshe. What are we talking about by das Moshe? Machilasos enum usar. He gives her him food that it's under the guise that it would, that Maestro was taken from it, but Maestro was not taken from it. And she has relations with him when she's a Nida without telling him that she's a Nida. And she doesn't separate challah from the bread that she gives him, so he thinks challah has been separated, but it, you know, but it really hasn't. And she makes vows and doesn't fulfill her vows. So those are all things that are... Um, they're halacha, right? The Ezodasi who this what it means that these are Jewish practices. Yotza Varosha Parua, she goes outside of her house with her hair uncovered. Vitava Bashuk, or she spins in the market. Umidabarasim Adam, or she speaks with every man. 
Um, and the Gemara will explain what all these things mean. Amr Shmuel Amr, Abba Shmuel Amr, he also says, Af is someone who curses his parents in front of him. So she curses her in-laws in front of her husband. Rabbi Tarfon Amr, he adds, Afa Kolanis, a noisy woman. The Gemara will speak about what this means a little bit. What is considered a noisy woman? When she speaks in her house, um, all the neighbors hear what this is talking, hear her talking. So the Gemara will explain specifically what this is talking about. Okay, going on to the Gemara. She gives him um, food that hasn't had meister taken from it. What is the case we're talking about? If he knew when the food was given to him that meister wasn't taken, nifrosh, he should take his own meister. And if he did know that Maisa wasn't taken, how does he now know? He didn't know then. How would he suddenly know? The, the Mishnah is needed to teach this case. She tells him, yeah, this food, I went to this Kohen, and he was the one who took Maisa from this food for, for us. And then what did he do? He went to the Kohen and he said, Hey, Kohen, did you ever take Maisa from this food? And the Kohen says, No, I never did. And he learns that she was lying. Um, what about Umishamta um, Mishmashta Nida? She had relations with him when she was a Nida. Hechidami was the case. If he knew that she was a Nida, Nifro, she should have not had relations with her. And if she did not know that he was a Nida, he has to, you know, he, he typically, you know, the, the rule is is that you rely on the woman to know, to determine if she's a nida or not. How do we know that the nida herself is the one that counts the days and determines her tomantahara? She counts seven days. She's the one who counts for herself. So again, still the same question. How does how is he gonna know? If, um, if this wasn't true, Gemara answers. Let's see. It's needed to teach the case. The Armale, she says to him, "Ploni chacham tirle yes adam." I had a mara. I went to. I asked a shaila, and I was told that this 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 um, mara the the it was tahar. It was not a problem. Vaza shaila, and he went to the rav, and he asked ishtechei shikra, and the rav says, "No, I never ruled that way." So he finds out that she was lying. Vibayisema, another way of looking at it. Kedar Rav Yehuda, the Amar Rav Yehuda. That the neighbors know, the neighbors are able to figure out that she's a nida um, because of what the clothing that she's wearing. Because typically the women wear different clothing when they were in nida, and therefore all the women in the neighborhood would know that you know that she's a nida based on what she's wearing. Because of that, you know, it, become, it could become known to um, that she was actually a nida at the time. So next case. Below coats of lachala, she doesn't separate challah for him before she gives him food. Hechidami, what's the case? Idiyada, if he knew that challah wasn't taken, nifro, she should separate the challah for himself for eating it. Idiyada, if he did not know, if he um, did know it, minayada, how does he know it now? Lotsricha, um, this is the case that we need. To Amrala, similar to what we said before, ploni, gabel, tikin, liyasa, I went to this person who needs dough, and he separated challah for me. When she asked, he went and he asked the guy, and the guy said, never happened. I never did this, and therefore he learns that she's lying. We know Daris or she makes vows and doesn't fulfill her vows. Um, because one of the things that we, we know is that just because she doesn't keep her vows, how does that negatively impact him, right? So the Amar Mar, 
Bavo Nidarim, because of the people who do not fulfill their vows, Banim Mesim. People's children, God forbid, die when they're young. Shinemar, Altitain Espicha Lachti Espesarecha. Don't allow your mouth to cause your yourself to, to sin. And what is the works of, of a man that this is referring to? This may be referring to um, someone's children. So the implication is, is that the children, God forbid, suffer if their parents allow their vows to go unfulfilled. So a woman who doesn't fulfill her vows could be undermining the marriage by, by putting his children in jeopardy. And he says he can learn from here. In vain I have spent your children. Lashab, what is Shab talking about? Iske Shab, that falsehood, by not following Nidarim. Um, Tanya, we learned in a Braisa. Haya Rabbi Meir Omer, he would say. Anyone who knows that his wife makes vows and doesn't keep her vows, Yaksor Vyadirenu. She should he should say the same vow, say the same vow about her that she just did. Um, so you now, how does that help her? My misakula. How does that help her that she made a vow and he's basically making the same vow for her? He should provoke her. That she should make the vow in front of him. When she makes the vow in front of him, he could do hafaris nidarim. He could nullify her vow. Um, but they answered him. A person doesn't want to live in a basket together with a snake. So um, just because, you know, the person doesn't want to have to always worry about this and do this and worry about this, it's going to be one time, then he won't be able to do this. Tanya, we went to the Brisa. Yehuda Omer. Anyone who knows that his wife doesn't separate Chala for him, he should go and he should separate his own Chala after her automatically. Armelo, they answered him, Ain Adam Dar No one wants to live together with a snake. So, you know, because there's going to be the one time that he's not able to be there and do that, and that's going to be a problem. And regardless of which direction you're coming in, you would think it applies in both ways. So when it comes to vows, you might say that when it comes to vows, um, that if it that if it works for vows, then um, no, if it works for, for separating challah, it should work for vows. But when it comes to... Um, the fact that it works for challah, you might say that it works sometimes for vows and it doesn't work for challah because maybe you're separating challah more often than vows. So you can't assume that maybe it would maybe it would work better with vows because that's less frequent than separating challah, which you might do in a much more regular time, regular time frame. The Eizahudasihudis, what's considered a um, religious practice, not necessarily halacha. Yosef Arosha Parua, she goes out with her hair uncovered. Rosha Paru Daraisa, but what, wait a minute, we think, you know, the, we learn about covering, women covering her hair, that it's a Daraisa, that's not just a custom. That we learn by Sota, that we uncover the wife's hair. That's a warning to, to women that she should be careful. They should not go out with an uncovered hair. So Daraisa, but we'll, we'll clarify that switching to Ahmed Bey's. The Doraisa is Kalta Shaper Dami. It's sufficient to cover her hair with this some sort of some sort of head basket. It's like something that they would wear on their head that's kind of like a covering, and they would use that to carry things. Dasihudis, but the the um the adding on to it to be more of a the custom is um Afilokalsa Nami Asar. That she shouldn't go out with just a, she should, shouldn't go out with just a head basket, but she should wear something more significant. Um Amarav Asi Amarav Yochran, Kalsa Aimba Mishim Perua Rosh. But once she's wearing this head basket on her head, she's not going out uncovered. 
Um, heavy be Rabbi Zera. Rabbi Zera questioned this. Um, Heicha, where is this woman going? Ilem of a shuk. If you say she's going out to the shuk, Dasi Hudisi. We just learned out that if she goes out with the head basket, then it's um, it's 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 enough. Then it's just a custom. Maybe we're only talking about that she's going in her own courtyard. And maybe she's not allowed to go in a courtyard. She has to wear at least this head basket. Every woman is not going to wear a, you know, a head covering when she's in her own house with her own family. So that doesn't really apply. What this is really talking about is when she goes from courtyard to courtyard, and she's going through through a mavoy, which is connecting them. So she's going more in a public thoroughfare. As a result, so this will pause. We'll pick up again, Mr. Shem, tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful day.